course. Of course. You are now about to witness the awesome uh, crushing uh, might of the U G S Robinson show stop show that seemingly never ends version number two zero eight of the Eugene S. Robinson show I'm your host Eugene S. Robinson ah you've made it to the big game there were some fights last night and and we're about to talk about another one ah ah I, if you know, uh, you, I guess you don't know that I didn't. Uh, I didn't do uh, care, don't care. So I had no idea. I had no idea who came in first. If Nash is in last, that leaves me a step. So uh, tell me if you don't. You can tell me. I don't mind. I don't mind having a spoiler alert because it's only Nash and Steph on the show tomorrow. So, and I'll tell you why in a second. After Bob Riley sings us in, Stigmata, The Calling of the Just, the song is called, as you well know, Intro, All of Nothing. Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they hit your car with a hammer, shoot your death in a nightclub, and run your mayor pro tem out of town. Bob Riley will sing it for you right now, like he has since 2007. But I could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back in full always, nothing. All right, my friends, my friend, uh, mis amigos, uh, Eugene says, uh, I got Japanese, I got, uh, what did I got? I got uh, German. Uh, I got Spanish. The um, Miamichi, Italian. Uh, and what, what else we got? Miamichi. Uh, um, come on, come on! I could I could do better than that. Miamichi. A uh, Francais is. Uh, oh, what is it in French? Oh my God! I should know this one. Uh, 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 God. Hey, Kasha! Ka- Kasha! How do you say friend in Polish? What? All right, well, shiatche. <laughs> I thought it would be like Tobarish or something in Russia. Anyway, welcome to version number 208 of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. And uh, you might have detected a wrinkle in the universe. I will explain that in short order. But first, the commercials. 
because I spent a bunch of money this weekend. I'm going to explain to you what happened. Pinko, P-I-N-K-O, 95014, at yahoo.com is a PayPal. Uh, Eugene-Robinson-28, I believe, is a cash app. Venmo is Planet Oxbow, or vice versa. Uh, uh, Patreon.com, Patreon.com slash the Stomper. All right, so the question I had was, if Nash was in last place, again, who was in first? And it's either me or Steph. I didn't do Care Don't Care, which I usually record, as you well know, early on a uh, Sunday morning. Did not do it early Sunday morning. There's a reason why, and I'm going to explain that. Uh, so if, if you, somebody knows, uh, 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 let, me know, let me know who won. But uh, did, did uh, watch the fights. But, uh, you know, as usual, we're going to, uh, you know, Steph went 6-1, so that's pretty good. All right, so if Steph is 6-1, did I come in first? Or did, I, did I come in I must have come in Well, clearly, I'm not the biggest, strongest math guy. If Steph came in first, I came in second. And Lash came in. <laughs> oh, man. Let me, let me wait. Let me get the pen out. Let's see. Steph got 6-1, and one, and, uh, and Nash is last. I, I carried the two, and uh, no, Eugene, you're second. You sure about that? <laughs> no, man, I'm sure. It's, it's really basic math. Ooh, not so good at the math. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mr. Is. I figured out that I came in second. Then a tragedy that I didn't do the show. However, Nash has been on my good side. Uh, 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 oh, Nash took a bath. Nash has been on my good side uh, since the. The, the the subpar the 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 substandard subpar the the the, the stunt that kid Nate pulled the week before last we had uh this is it was over the line that's all I'm saying it's over the line as as though a show we do in our underwear where we talk about group sex could be over and eating poop could be over the line. Kid Nate is fine. Leave him alone. One of you rage quit the show because you couldn't take it. Leave Nate alone. He's all right. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Hey, that's how I got through high school. Uh, could you say uh, the hypotenuse uh, intersected uh, the triangulation of the uh, of the isosceles? Yeah, you could say that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So, right, exactly, exactly. So, uh, uh, um, so I didn't get to chortle, but where I was, I had forgotten that I had double booked. And that happens to me a lot. Much like the nation state of Italy, my habit is to yes to everything and then hope that I remember. And one of the things that I had, Duccio Brunetti, you can look him up, is the director of the next Boonwell, uh, the next Boonwell music video. Uh, for killers like us, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. No shit, man. I I had a whole technique. Uh, a friend of mine would ask me, "Hey, how how did you? <laughs> you should give it there. I said, "Is that even possible?" Uh, uh, it was called the, the roving eye technique. Witness. I said, "Ah, man, oh, I'm studying so stu- studying so hard." We. Beep, beep, beep. How'd you do on that test? Well, after I employed the roving eye technique. <laughs> Eyes on papers, please. Hey, hey, my, I'm just concentrating. You know, my eye was on the paper. Don't worry about me. Yeah. 
So, um, um, so I said yes to a bunch of stuff, and I forgot. So Duccio Brunetti is doing uh, the video for what song? It's All Mine. And, of course, you know, you have an option. Fly me to Italy. Nah, it's not going to happen. Uh, uh, it's not that I like, like Italy, but I you know, spend 20 hours to do three hours of video to fly back. It's not a good use of money. Or fly Duccio Brunetti here and rent a bunch of equipment for him to film. Uh, um, and, uh, uh, that, that didn't make any sense. So what I did is, and I mentioned this in the last Care Don't Care, what I did is I got Danny Acosta, who used to work for SureDog. Uh, so those of you in the fight community might have known him or remember him. Got Danny Acosta, and uh, and he got a, uh, he gave me a couple of video cats who, who do this stuff. And one guy was in L.A., and I sent the video cast to Duccio Brunetti, who's like this film actor, actual filmmaker. And he liked this guy, Cedric Best. He goes, right? And then he said, I said, where are we going to do it? He goes, get your house or a box theater. I go, I don't want that in my house. Man, it's not going to work. And he said, so, um, and Duccio Brunetti says, hey, you know what I want you to do? I want you to, like, to jump around like it's a real live show and put tape on your head. And I go, I'm not doing that shit. What do you mean? I mean, Duccio Brunetti is like actually got like an IMDb kind of page. I said, I'm not doing it. And I go, I hate that shit, man. This is, you know, if you want to rethink a music video, now is the time. So what are you going to have the guitar player play his flying V not plugged in? And we're just going to be jumping around like little monkeys for you? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking about that, JB. Thinking about that down the road a bit. I'll tell more, talk about that as it comes up. So uh, I am like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And so we, we're starting to fight back and forth, you know, and it's like, it's like, you know, fish market squabbling. So I won't do that. I won't do that. And, I, and he goes, well, I said, let me tell you what I see happening. The last five minutes of The Godfather, specifically five minutes before the baptism scene. Right. Do you remember this? After the funeral, but right before the baptism scene, you know, you got Clemenza and he's packing his stuff. And you don't know where he's going. You know, he's talking to his wife advises, watch out for the kids in the drive. Everybody's packing up to leave. Willie Chichi is go Chichio's going out. You don't know. And I go, that's the kind of preparation. I got it here. That's the kind of preparation that I'd like to I'd like to have. I put on a suit, I put on a tie. I, I you know, I grabbed the wrong suit, ended up grabbing a tuxedo, um, and and got the hat. And I go, I'm not jumping around. I'm not lip syncing. I'm not lip syncing like like a like a monkey for you. And so uh, uh, so he's like, well, whatever. So Cedric flies up from L.A. Danny Acosta comes up from Redwood City. Uh, Akasha was there. He brought Cora because you got to make it work, right? Got to do the family. Everybody's there. And uh, let's see. So got the tie and uh, got the cable. And uh, I got the microphone, right? Got the microphone. And and I got the briefcase. So I'm making it like the briefcase, which has got rat poop and water stains on it because I haven't used it. And it just got flooded over at my kid's house where I used to live. So um, I'm refusing to jump around like a chimp. I just want to get prepared, like the scene before the last, uh, b- before the baptism scene in The Godfather. And so the, the theater is great. 
uh, I had some, they put me through some serious changes. I had to get a million dollars of insurance. That sounds like a lot. It only costs $90. One company I went through, this crap company called Athos, is like, what kind of music you do? So well, I describe it as noise. A guy, what do you mean noise? Uh, uh, and uh, he said noise. I got I, I, like post-punk. Uh, here's a link. And they go, okay, well, are you going to have people moshing there? I go, no, it's a crew of four. Are you going to have anything dangerous on the set? I go, it's a crew of four. <laughs> like, you didn't answer that last question. I go, no, there'd be nothing dangerous there. Because guns don't kill people, just people to kill the people. <laughs> yeah, you figure it out. So, so, oh, yeah. Mr. Schwartzville delivers some good news. I was just saying about how I hated that piece of shit. And he's in the hospital. That would be Clarence Thomas. Uh, so anyway, uh, maybe he, may he succumb. I don't wish like to wish ill on anybody, but may he succumb to COVID. And, and so um, they won't give me insurance. I got to go to this other company. Other companies are like, fine. How many people are you going to have there? Being here, 90 bucks. 90 bucks, million dollars worth of insurance. Only person who got hurt on the set today was Cora. Fell out, walked off of a little ledge in the dark, and then they, then, you know, boom, boom, fell down. Um, so uh, Danny Acosta shows up, you, you know, uh, we're there early. Parking is shit, San Francisco. You know, we step over a, uh, a beautiful, you know, it's a be- beautiful day, beautiful piles of vomit and the, the ever-present urine smell. And, yeah, that would be great. And I start to think, like, like I got into an argument with somebody in my neighborhood's neighborhood group. It's like, we got an $18 million surplus and the neighborhood is still fucked up. You do the math. I'm not good at math, but you do that math. And they're hiring city managers and city councilors and all that stuff. And now we got an $18 million surplus. And now they're trying to grease the skids for Chan Zuckerberg to come in and buy houses for her nonprofit at below market rate while uh, limiting the ability of homeowners to do the same. I don't want to get into this. This is a major digression. So that's what I was doing. I had an early call time because I tried to do it with Cora's nap and they tried to figure it out. And so the call time was nine o'clock or 10 o'clock. And that means I was on the road at nine. Couldn't do care. Don't care. Was actually do, do, uh, doing the show. And uh, there was one person there to open the nice black box theater in San Francisco called Stageworks. Opened it up. We did it. The shit looks great. It's for the the song, uh, It's All Mine. I have no idea what the final product will look like, but I'm hoping it's great. Another guy from Athens wrote me, he does great animation. He's going to do an animation called For the Cops, the next to last song on uh, Killers Like Us. So that is why I missed Care. Uh, and I, you know, I never miss these shows. Like I said before, I've done this show from the Riverside in Lyon. I've done this show from Copenhagen. I've done this show from Berlin and Paris. I've done this show sick. I've done this show high. I've done this show from the car. I've done this show uh, 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 from Belgium. I've done this show. I've done this show all over the world. I don't miss shows. Don't like Kid Nate at one point said, isn't it strange that the crazy guy from the band is the most reliable guy I have on staff? I go, that's, that's, that's sad. What did my mother is just texting me? Oh, I always check with mom. Mom's text. Um, now, oh, 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 okay. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, 
but I, I, I'll answer that in a second. I should call. She watches the show. I should call. So, 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 um, that's what we're doing. And then keep in mind, my my week is end loaded, right? And, and, and so, um, and so, a so I watch the fights episodically. I didn't. Once again, I didn't. And it's always weird to do that. It's like I said. It's like having a dream, waking up, and then they're hitting the goggle state. They're going back to that dream. It's never quite the same dream. But you know, my week is always determined by what pull, the Substack is always determined by what pulls my head. And I've been trying to like. I've just been trying to ignore it. Like I set up anti notifications on my phone. Like do not send me any news about the Kardashians. Do not send me any news about our blocking out people magazine or just blocking this stuff out because I don't want to hear news about if, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've been friends with anybody who's developmentally disabled. And a friend of mine used to work near a place in Staten Island where the, not Willowbrook, but someplace where there were lots of developmentally disabled people. And he would be walking by and they would start, they would start laughing at him. Right. Yeah. And I have ESPN plus, so that's how I watched it. And he was laughing at him. He's like, and he got a little closer and they're chanting at him, underwear, t-shirts, underwear, t-shirts. He just had a t-shirt on. Somehow they developed mainly, but you know, they were developed mainly disabled kids. You don't care. But, you know, it's like, whatever. Okay. All right. But, uh, you know, it got to the point, it got to the point where I started to notice silence was equaling violence. Like nobody was saying anything, right? Like there was a point at which Britney Spears was acting crazy enough where people stepped in and said, man, we can need this fucking stop this shit. Stop it. Boom. Conservatorship. She's in the joint. You know, they've done this. I can't think of too many men they've done this to, which is, you know, they talk about white privilege. Let's talk about a little bit of male privilege. You know, pretty much largely as a man, you can be as crazy as a shithouse rat and people are just going to go like, hey, he's unique. And keep in mind, that's me saying that. (laughs) That is me saying that. You know, I'm vaguely aware of the fact that yeah, okay, but we're all, but it was the reasons, and this is the kind of stuff that made me become a fighter in the first place. You know, I remember, like I said, being down in Jamaica, Queens, and some big guy was terrorizing some group of smaller kids. I must have been nine, and he was probably about 12, and these kids were about five or six, and they, even from that point, the stink of fear, I hated it, and when I saw it evidenced in myself, that like that time I was in that bar, Howie's, in upstate New York, and these Marines came over and said, I want you niggas out of my bar. And I was like, well, you know, I wasn't so much put off by the racial invective at that point. But the fact that the guy was about 225 when I was about 140 <laughs> left an impression. But what, what more bothered me was this, the stink of fear I felt from our group. I was like, you know what? It is going to feel better. Because one of the guys in the group was like a black belt in karate when I thought that shit meant something. And the first thing I did was look at Vernon like, hey, ride or die, bro. Let's fucking fight our way out. And Vernon was looking straight ahead. Vernon Vernon had correctly assessed the situation. I'm in a bar with uh uh I'm in a bar with three 15-year-olds. And yeah, I was a lifeguard at 15. So um not so much uh and wrestling. <laughs> Wrestled. Not even a year. Mother pulled me off the wrestling team. Why'd you do that, Ma? <laughs> She's watching the show. So, um, uh, 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 oh, hold on, hold on. 
is Nash last or am I last? Uh, somebody could answer that question before the end of the show because I want to give it to Nash. In any case, he wasn't first, and that's what really matters. So I just I just hated hated to stink of fear, and I started to feel that way. And I said, why is somebody saying something about? And I, I kind of dropped hints on if the shoes fit. I was like, you know, there's a point, you, you know, there is a point where you cross a relationship Rubicon, and if it, and it, and I don't know if you've been. I've been on both sides of it. Nash is last. All right, all right. So uh, I've been on both. I've been, I've been on both sides of it, right? Where like you know you're still like. You know, ah, oh, man, I, I think we, there's still some, we could still, and then, and then you could, and if you've seen it, oh my God, if you've seen it, that's a shit thing to see. Uh, I look, I, I walk in the bar and immediately I sense danger. Um, you look at me, girl, like as I was a kind of a, a total stranger. That's it. And you just know I'm fucking done. There's nothing I'm going to say. There's nothing I'm going to do. There's nothing even remotely that's going to get me. You can't talk your way out of dumped. You can't. You don't realize that when you're younger. <laughs> and also there there have been there have been people who I've broken up with who are like who are like, yeah, you know, uh, what did I, what did I do? Finley beaten. He went five and two. I didn't have it checked my, I never remember who I picked anyway. So John went five and two. What did I do anyway? You know, and there've been people who are like in my head, I've said, uh, oh, there we go. Four and two. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so, so where I, where I, they've been like, you could see, and then, you know, as you get older, you know, people want to come back. You're like, I'll let you come back, but it is like the monkey's paw. The Jimmy that went off to the factory after you do the devil magic is not the Jimmy that comes back the second time, right? Jimmy came back the second time was horribly mangled or the beast slouching toward Jerusalem. The one that comes back the second time is uh, is uh, not the same. So from the dude's point of view, Amaya says, oh, yeah, you can come back. <laughs> like one, one person once said to me, I, I can't help but feel like this is some long, drawn-out revenge fantasy of yours. I'm like, <laughs> why would you think that? Why <laughs> would you think exactly that? So, um, so uh, I, I, uh, uh, eh, what were we talking about? <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. And we're talking about Kanye. So I'm ignoring and ignoring and ignoring and ignoring. And uh, and finally, I'm starting to feel like fear. And it's like, I'm starting to feel a stink of fear from all these different places. You don't want to say something because he's mentally ill. You don't want to say something because you don't want any of that smoke. You don't want to say something because, well, it's just a friend of mine got shot in a bar in San Jose. And I go, yo, Dominic got shot for what? And they just look at me and they kind of roll their eyes and go, black people shit. <laughs> like, okay, that still doesn't help me. Well, he was talking to some guy's girlfriend and the guy said, oh, yo, that's my girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and this dude stepped off his bar stool and shot him in the stomach. I mean, he's all right. He didn't die. But, you know, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 okay. So, um, so 
is it mental health? Is it is it race? Is it what? How come people want? Okay, well, forget about the fact that he's making music and he's got, dude. You do understand as making as much money as you have and being successful in so many fields of play as you are, they're not, and as bugged out as you are, the numbers of women that would sleep with you still vastly outpace the numbers of women that would sleep with me. This is my thought process during the week when I had lots of other things to think about. And he's fixated on the one. Now, he knew she wasn't a virgin when, when they got together. If you were unfortunate enough to have to watch that video, you know that. Yes. So, um, okay. So, so the concept of her having sex with other people is not unusual. So, okay, so you're in love. This is the mother, this is the mother of your, this is the mother of your uh, children. Um, mother of your children. Um, yeah, I did, I, I, yeah, I did pick Craig. I did pick Craig. Um, I did pick Craig. I said I like Kryloff, but uh, I got, I'm going to have to go with Craig. I, I will I will not accept that I picked anybody else because I you, you'd have to give you'd have to give me a, a time quote on a last care I don't care I'm pretty sure that I said I'm a big Kryloff fan but I picked Craig yeah okay thank you <laughs> hey that's the song Geometry of Business the Oxbow song my numbers are never wrong even when they're wrong they're right um, so you know. So what is it? What is it? And this is what I've said about female celebrities or famous people. Dating at that point is tough. Because, you look, Tom Sizemore had tons of money. Tom Sizemore, if you're a rich, famous dude, it's whatever. You fuck whatever. You don't give a shit. You fuck the waitress, the hotel maid, the ding, the ding. The, 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 you know, this is why Trump's saying, oh, she's not my type. Get the fuck. You're a certain point of rich. But that guy, Steven Tyler, was saying, or even but Billy Bob Doran, as he has said to me, you know, sometimes it's not the, the hot chick that you think is going to be that great in bed. It's the waitress that surprises you. <laughs> it's the waitress that surprises you. It, 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 seriously, beaten. If you have it down that I that I didn't pick Craig, then Steph wrote that wrong. Yeah, uh, you, you. If it's my voice, unless it's my voice saying that, I'm not gonna believe it because I I wouldn't. Uh, whatever. I, I'm a big Kryloff guy. Love him, but I never for a second in any wildest imagination imagined that he was gonna beat Craig. And I have no friend of knuckle up or friend of show stomp or Foss or Fofoku reasons to to put him in there. So uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, Tiger, yeah, Tiger Woods, he had another problem. So, um, so, so it's not that. So it's got to be Pete Davidson. Let's dig a little deeper on that. Pete Davidson was dumped by Ariana Grande for whatever reason. But as she left, she gave him, she gave him the best parting present she ever could have given him. And he talked about it in one of his stand-up specials. Again, going back to the Godfather, Sonny's wife at one point is sitting with her her girlfriends at at the wedding of 
Connie, and he, she's going like this. Eh, eh, eh. Presumably talking about the size of Sonny's cock, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I like that, Uncle Chewy. That's funny. And, and, and so, is it any surprise? Is there any surprise? As watching it last night, is it, is there any surprise that uh, that he ends up with the the woman up in the room? Ariana Grande tells the world, "Yes, yeah, she she dumped Pete Davidson because he was crazy and he had a big cock." You pretty much that that's like money. You gave that guy bags and bags. I, I I can't even think. You can't even pay for that kind of PR. You can't you can't even pay for that kind of PR. So this is all known, but nobody's talking about this. Like nobody talks about that penis size probably had everything to do with World War II. But let's not get into that. We don't want to talk about Nazis yet. So she's dating Pete Davidson. Now, Pete Davidson is a guy who was known to, 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 to Kanye, right? They knew each other from the show. So clearly he would have heard this and he's, it feels disloyal and it's, but he can't let it go. He won't let it, he moves into the house across the street and then he's sitting there and done two music videos. He's threatening the guy in the videos and he's, he's hoping to get the yay army. And I was like, Hey, you know, and, and Davis is like, ah, you know, I want to keep things mellow. Is it, you know, <laughs> I'm not from that community. I'm not from that. Let, let's get along, go along to get along community. I was hanging out with a black belt, a black belt yesterday. See, my weekend is jam packed, and 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 and, uh, and and he was saying he was saying he was going into the whole tenth planet embroglio where the guy got his black belt and they rescinded his black belt for some weird reason, and he's training with that cat now. But he was saying he's been in a bad mood, and he goes into a, they're they're at some like public place. And he goes up to say to his friend and uh, some, another another guy we train with, and the guy says something. Hey, buddy, what do you? Maybe you could maybe you could talk a little lower. So, and he's like, "Go fuck yourself." And the guy's like, "Oh, so you want to?" And he's like, "So you want to be starting something?" And he was like, "Yes, as a matter of fact, I do." <laughs> and he starts making the you know, it's like you just. We're just not built that way. The whole nation is knee knocking over this fucking prick. Get him the help he needs or or, or do whatever you got to do. But a whole nation of people are cowering because of what? Because of this billionaire who could have sex with literally anybody on the face of the earth is obsessing because a guy with a big dick is fucking his wife. And this whole thing with the actress and she auditioned for the role of the girlfriend and trying to make her jealous. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, jealous, jealous. <laughs> Once that Rubicon is crossed, there's nothing you could do. You could have sex with that woman's mother and it won't make a difference. I know. <laughs> I know. So it's just pathetic. You know, this is the kind of thing if you were driving by it on the road and you saw it writhing on the road, you would stop the car, take out your car jack, and smash it in the head to put it out of its misery. And we're drawn. I said Apple News has got a whole section I can show you. Kanye. 
So I was like, yeah, you know, I was going to write about the war. But the fact of the matter is, as much as I'd like to be thinking about the Ukraine war and the situation there, and keep in mind, I've got a dog in that hunt. Not only do I have friends who've got family outside of Kiev, but as these people show up in the Poland, you know, I've got a mother-in-law who's terrified and the, the, the situation, 1.7 million people in Warsaw. Now they got 300,000 refugees. It's got stuff close to home. I'm an owner of an apartment in, in, in the Poland. This is not remote to me. It's like not a neighborhood that's far away. But every time I try to get away, there's a headline, there's a this, there's a that, there's a tweet, there's a TikTok, there's a da 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 da. I can't stop this fucking prick from wheedling his way into my head. Yeah, okay, it's his first marriage. You know how many times I've been married? Twice. But you know how long I've been reasonable? I've been reasonable since I was probably about 25. Somebody once said, it's funny. It's funny, you're, you're such a fighter guy, but when it comes to relationship emotional issues, you just tap. I go, well, you can't talk your way out of dumped. <laughs> you can't talk your way out of that submission when somebody goes, you're zigging, I'm going to zag. What? You, you've experienced the whole Eugene S. Robinson experience. If none of that is enough to keep you to stay. But you know what was funny? In the aftermath, all, I went through this intense period where I was getting dumped by everybody. And all those everybody's came back to a woman and indicated through either directly or indirectly that the number one reason why they decided to seek greener pastures was because they never believed these pastures would be green. Green, green, green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> fighting a kid is way different than fighting your girlfriend sometimes. So, and for those just listening on SoundCloud, now I'm rubbing my fingers together in the universal sign of money. They thought I would be. It. Listen, if you follow me on Instagram, Mister Sleep Three, I put up a photograph of me playing some show with social distortion, and you look at me and it's like, man, my outfit, his outfit's even fucked up. <laughs> Even for like a punk rock dude, that's fucked up. This is shit I found in the garbage and was wearing. You got to understand, in 1981, nobody ever thought I'd be surrounded by all of this luxury. (laughs) No, I'd move the computer to show you the rest of the room, but I don't want any more problems with the show going out. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Ed is, is exactly right. So, but the dude, it just got to, I'm less concerned about what he's doing at this point and more concerned about, about you know, about um, about what we're doing. I knew a guy, a jiu-jitsu guy, of course, some house place in Mountain View, it used to be. Guy comes in and he's drunk and he's being kind of amusing at first, he's drunk, but then he's not being amusing and it chills the whole fucking restaurant. Like everybody's afraid to say something. My friend is eating and he, he puts his fork down at the moment he's Shut the fuck up. The guy goes, oh, oh, you want to do something about it? He goes, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm going to put you to sleep. And this guy, of course, this guy's in prison for 25 years to life. Now you know him as Cameron Earl. Got up and choked the guy into unconsciousness. There was a, clearly no match. But then he ran, which is something I never would have done. I would have choked the guy, and I'm going to finish my meal in peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. 
So, uh, so that's all I want. I want this entire restaurant that is now the world to have somebody in that says, shut the fuck up. We're trying to live our lives over here and hope that at the very least somebody else says, yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck you. You know, we treat your women like that for. Yeah, exactly. And, and of course, he ran and dropped his wallet on the spot. So then the cops are looking for him. The cops come back to the academy. He's hiding in his car. He runs out of the car. His pit bull runs at the cops. They shoot the pit bull to death. And that's when I say, you know what? I need a, I need a new, new jiu-jitsu school. I need a new jiu-jitsu school. <laughs> and that's when I left. And that's before. And I used to watch the fights with those guys. It was bad. I wrote about it. And I wrote about it already. It was a bad vibe. If I'm watching fights with my dudes and I happen to go to the refrigerator to get a beer and the guy says, hey, grab me a beer when you're there, that's cool. A guy turns to me and says, and I know the belt rank and is all sort of, it says, go get me a beer. No, I'm sitting down. Go get yourself the beer. Yo, white belt, go get me a beer. I I got you, bro, but no, we're watching the fights now. We're civilians now. Fuck that shit. Get your own beer. And guy's looking like he's going to beat you (laughs) Like. Yeah, yeah. So hold on, hold on. You guys have been fighting about this in the chats. Steph is one. Is John three or is John two? I'm a simple. I need a simple answer. I I got the percentages. I don't know what those numbers mean. Who's two? Who's three? Let me know. Yeah. No. So uh, so anyway. So uh, that's what I want. And so I wrote as much as I wanted to kind of not contribute to to the, to the dumpster fire. I had to, I had to say my piece because somebody so and 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 I thought somebody who had a penis it was their job to it's like come get your boy okay now you know Steve Harvey and Dia and Dia uh, Hoogley are out there and they're like oh yeah fuck you bro and it's like oh you know they're kind of older and I said well I'm actually probably older than both of those guys but still still all right I'm third. Well, John, that's not important. What's important is that John was out of the money again. That's what's important. So, 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 um, so, this is what I wrote the Substack on uh, after a heavy duty week. I was talking about the war and the one before about killing. And so, uh, uh, so, but I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think that the reality of, of like we don't know these people, we'll never meet these people, but we're starting to live on a, on a in, in a matrix space where. And the entertainment value of a thing outweighs the thing itself. Like I, I don't own any 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 Kanye music. I've never bought any of his records. Somehow, Gold Digger, the one song I do know, has appeared on my on my list. I didn't never put it there. I never put it there. So I don't know how it got there. I mean, clearly a guy who helped me figure out the iTunes at the early beginning, an Apple guy at iTunes, he added a bunch of music to my thing. Probably that's where it came from. But in regards to this this last oofsie, oofsie, Eugene's going through puberty. And in regards to this last oofsie, I have to say, I'd hate to be a nattering nabob of negativity. I hate I hate to have this be the case. I hate, but you know, and of course, okay, we're on Wednesday. It was not Wednesday yet, but Mister Pimblet. I, I I just can't I can't stand it I can't stand it, and there was one cat who was it Tapuria or was it not a uh, it was it uh, it was a name guy not even maybe Tapuria who said 
uh, Izzy, I don't know who it was, who said, come on, they're feeding you bums. Something that somebody should have said to Greg Hardy, something that should have been said to, it's like, you know, that's what we call a spade, a spade. Hey, spade, you're a spade. You're fighting bums. Well, it's bit enough so that Pimblet is now saying, hey, I'm not fighting anybody in the top 15, Sugar Shane O'Malley. I'm not fighting anybody in the top 15 until you add some more zeros. And I have to say, I have to say, in a weird instance of sympathy for the devil, I'm going to have to kind of side with sport crushing, sport killing the bald one here. Okay, <laughs> you do understand. That's when you have, this, this is this, what the oopsie needs. And this is why if you find yourself like Augustafson, if you find yourself like some of these executive level gatekeepers, you should know that's an incredibly valuable position. You could be number 16 in deadly. You could hold that position and be that guy, just, just, yeah, 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 Pimlet, you know, and and just be that guy, be that guy who is say, hey man, this guy says he says he can kick anybody's ass from fifteen. Oh uh, uh, yeah, go get Roach from Apocalypse Now. Go get Roach. So let me get this straight. You and Sugar Sugar Sean O'Malley won't fight anybody in the top 15 until you get more money. This is a chicken and egg thing. And if I'm the bald one, I feel no compunction at all about, about giving you what you want. I don't prove shit to you. You prove shit to me. Or alternatively, let's do this. Let's dispense with contracts. I'll just pay you per fight. Right, so you want a lot of money to fight somebody in the because whatever money I'm going to give you to fight somebody in the top fifteen is not going to be enough not to have a permanent lifetime contract. If you fight somebody in the top fifteen, say number eight, and you lose, you think you're getting that kind of money the next fight? So from Pimlet's point of view, he's like, okay, well at least I start high and then I go low, or you go nowhere. Well, I like Meatball Molly. I like that. But you know what? Have you ever gotten caught with a spinning, any any spinning shit? I got hit with some spinning shit. It didn't knock me out. But the guy hit me with it. I said, one, that'll never happen again. And two, what a cheap, shitty thing. And so I, so what I said, I said, I'm going to make, I'm going to make myself like a tiger. So what do you mean? Look, you make yourself like a tiger. Anytime I see the back of somebody's head, I'm attacking. That's it. I'm attacking. That's it, because nothing good is coming from that. They're either running away, in which case I should attack, or a spinning thing is coming, in which case I'm going to get hit unless I close the distance. Attack. So, but, you know, so Meatball Molly, and then they're doing this stupid fucking dance. And you know what they're trying to do. It's like, it's, it's what, what I call the Bellator syndrome. It's like, uh, hometown favorites. And they, and they win. And the Oofsy is back to trying to develop now that the, the Bisping, like, you know, I, I like Bisping now. I've come around on Bisping. But there were a couple of fights. I think one's a Puerto Rican dude from the Bronx. And I don't even think that he should have won the fight against Anderson Silva. 
I got it. You're trying to build it up. You're trying to use Darren Till to to get it to build up the UK. And, and God, honest, God's honest truth. When I was uh, uh, invited to do a five grand underground fight in London, um, they and I said, "Is it no holds barred?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I go, "Good." So I could do takedowns. And they're like, "No, you could do anything standing up, but no takedowns." I go, "No holds barred." So we got to argue. And they said, "No, nah, that's not a thing here." That wasn't that long ago. That was a guy telling me that a tattoo guy who was a, a, a boxer himself, you know, gypsy like in the, the snatch, and he uh it's like, yeah, I hear you're a fighter, you should come do this. But this whole fight, just like it was a commercial for, for British MMA. And I have friends, Jude Samuels, some guy at the London Shoot Fighters, and I have lots of people I know, some Armenian cats who are training out there in Cardiff. I just a lot of people I know in, in, in the UK who train mixed martial arts and it's a great it's a great scene, but the way the bald one pimps it, it just makes it incredibly distasteful. I mean, it's like Peggy Sue got married. Pimlet said, I got the hair. I got the teeth. I got the little dance. I got the win over a scrub. Stop it. Stop. And I, I didn't like your moves in that bar fight, that, that fight, making fun of the Georgian guy. And then the guy, he's like, oh, because you threw a butt. Come on, just fight some fights. You need to restore confidence. I'm not turning to a fan. Hey, you know what? You, you want to talk to somebody? Talk to Sage Northwood, huh? Sage Northwood, huh? Sage Northwood. Talk to him. In fact, I like Sage North, but more after he got his face cracked than than before. When 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 the Baldwin was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah, and GB is exactly right. Nash killed it with that. And and like I said, uh, with the Paul brothers buying that UFC stock, got into the meeting and kept on with the questioning about fighter pay, and they shot that shit down. They just went point by point, uh, and afterwards, like, oh, you were over four hundred percent. You you're playing numbers games. You're playing numbers games. You're still robbing people blind. We got it. And, and Endeavor has nothing, nothing else. So anyway, let's go. Let's go through the fights. Uh, <laughs> let's go through. I, I pulled them up because I'm a professional. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> um. So. Uh, okay, so it wasn't it wasn't all dark. Um, I mean, in other words, I don't think Tom Aspinall is a piece of shit, which is something I would have I not have said about Bisping early on. I used to have before I even knew who Bisping was. I had him as a screensaver. He fought this guy. Uh, he fought this uh, Russian guy. It was just such a great photo, and I didn't know who he was. I had to ask, who was it? Give me that photo. Who was that guy? He goes, I don't know, some guy they call account. Yeah, that's true. That much is true. So Aspinall, Aspinall, Volkov, they're no losers here. Volkov lost, but again, it's not like you expected to see him wearing a belt, right? So uh, uh, Arnold Allen and Dan Hooker, that was great. Dan Hooker's at the point where he's probably an executive level gatekeeper. It's a tough job. But not a bad job. Arnold Allen wasn't talking shit about needing more zeros on his contract to fight a Dan Hooker. He fought Dan Hooker. I don't know what his contract looked like. However, Pimlet, Kazula Vargas, stop it. 
you know what? I, I hope the ghost of Greg Hardy past comes to visit you. And now the bald one is saying, oh, we'd, we'd be glad to. Greg Hardy's a great guy. We'd be glad to have him back. After he gets a few wins in other places. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, Gunnar Nelson, I picked Gunny. Um, and I was glad to, or maybe I, I was afraid to pick Gunny, but I would have wanted to pick him. So it was nice to see him in back in the win column. Oh, oh, what happened? Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get away here from, uh, from having to see this freaking video with Mr. Mr. Liverpool. Um, uh, Jai Herbert and Topuria. Uh, I, uh, that was sad because I was a Jai Herbert guy, but I didn't think he was going to win based on all the talk about Tapuria. Um, and I don't know where's Tapuria in the rankings. Does anybody have their thing open uh, um, to see if there's a possibility of him and Pimlet? Because that's a fight. He might be out of the top fit. I can see Pimlet say, well, he's 14. I can't fight him. He's 14. I will only fight 16. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mirakani. Um, yeah, we said we weren't going to pick him because we've lost faith in him. I didn't see uh, Abdominov and, and Pavlovich because I was traveling. And Nikita Krylov, and, and I'm a big Nikita guy. I love him, but Paul Craig, nice. We've been working on that actually all week. Triangle chokes. Uh, they, they've made they've made a decision. They've made a decision that um, that I am too much over upper body dependent. That if I'm tapping you, I'm tapping you with an arm bar. I'm tapping you with a triangle. You know, arm triangle. A guillotine, a mother's milk is my my favorite favorite move. The number design numbers of times I've tapped people with an ankle hook or a knee bar or a leg triangle is really low. So Marty G was like, "Yeah, you know, you got to use more legs." So I start using more legs. My core gets sorely tested, then my back starts to hurt, then my knees start. So it's a big change. It's a big change. It's always nice for me to see a big guy actually pull it off. It was solid. And it starts with the crotch, you know. Um, and I, I, it sounds weird. I saw Jack Shore and then Timur uh, Valiev. And, yeah, I, I was I was mindful of the fact that I am uh, sure. But I should have seen that. I didn't see uh, Corey McKenna and Elise Reed uh, or Durden. Uh, I mean, a lot of these don't care. So that's the, the entire fight card. But, you know, we analyze these things from the point of view of drugs. How do you feel afterward? I, you know, whatever. I feel bad that I miss care, don't care. I feel bad that I didn't get a chance to rub in that the Nash came in second. He's second. He doesn't, he doesn't have to try at all. I, I, I didn't get a chance to do that. But, uh, uh, but the video for it's all mine should look great if you haven't heard the record like i said i record the songs and then i don't want to listen to anything again until i have this in my hand right and i i could have listened to it online it was in line february 18th it was online but i want to listen to it like i listen to all my other music either off my phone or off the laptop here is the cd um you should buy it it's it's actually a phenomenal record and i think i can honestly say it's a phenomenal record and I'm the weakest point of the record, which this is not self-effacing. I think what I've done on this record is great, but everybody else is fucking really great. Like, like extraordinary. Who's an extraordinary, well, remarkable kind of fella? They're really, it's a really great record. And it's really, it's, you would think, well, you know, it's like, 
fundamentally different from Oxbow. Yeah, it's really different from Oxbow. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it is crazily different from Oxbow. Um, but, you know, it's still me. So straight blast. Yeah, come on, man. You can't. Do you understand what happens in the gym? I mean, this is why AKA was the winningest gym. Uh, was a, win, a winningest gym, statistically speaking, for a, a long time. Maybe still. Any gym that has a singular champion is gonna suck. Lions Den from back in the day, and Shamrock was the only like the name there. They got rid of Frank pretty quickly, or Frank left pretty quickly, and then. You know, Joe Henry was, they always got Pete Williams and they, these guys start taking losses and then boom, you can't, any single star gym starts to suck. You show me one that doesn't. You show me one that doesn't. Oh yeah, everybody, I got, I got, oh, how could I forget? That showed up too. That showed up too. I got to order like the rest of you. So, you know, I got this, but I don't have the colored vinyl. This is the label sent this to me just to have, I don't have the colored vinyl, but this is, this is solid, 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 solid. And if you, you could play, you could read music. You could even play along like with Mitch Miller. It's really nice, really nice, hard, you know, so it's, it's been a, it's been a good creative week. Um, and I did the Lydia lunch thing on Wong duty. Uh, the live five with Lydia Lunch. I'd like to bring back uh, five easy pieces for the Substack, but you know, getting a hold of people it takes a lot of time and a little, little money. So, oh, if there's, there's, there's not, there's not a single doubt in my mind that McAnal would fall to me uh, uh, in BJJ. And keep in mind, my BJJ sucks, um, but it, it's heavily influenced by catch wrestling because I learned from catch wrestlers at the beginning. The guy who sued me and direct line to Carl uh, Carl Gotch. So I, it tends to be a pretty unpleasant style if people don't like each other. It's not gentleman jujitsu uh, if I'm doing it. And I, I stopped saying that after I fought that guy at the Cow Palace and he just savaged me. And he, it turns out he watched the show. He's like, I'm not going to let you EJJ me. <laughs> he was like doing all of the dirty shit that I do. They used to call it ripping in the old days. So, so let me tell you, uh, that's it. I, I I'm left at the end of the show. It's like you. It's if we're gonna use the corollary, the cognate of like the oopsie MMA is like a drug. Is this is a time when you you know. You, it's like you like you think like should I go back and get my money back for this? Should I? Man, that weed sucked, bro. That was I think that was oregano. I don't know what you sold me, but that was I, I you want to go, but then you realize, well, what did you pay for it? Barnett, ah, he's fighting, man. He's fighting, and he's got that cat, the one who has the hair like uh, Kenny G, who fought, and he was like, and that's another gym. His, where he trains, you got guys on every single level who are killers. No single star. Because when you have a single star, it just throws the whole orbit. It, it, it throws your whole orbit. It's not a good orbit at that point. It's a terrible orbit. Straight blast. Yeah, straight, but at, at this point, straight blast has got whatever. It becomes an extension of the guy's living room. 
the guys that do well there will be the guys they ignore. And fundamentally, those guys, that they're smart, will get out of there and go someplace else. So tomorrow at noon, usually it's 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 uh, care, don't care. I will not be on it. I, I will not be on it because uh, I was recording a music video for uh, it's uh, uh, it's all mine. You should buy the CD uh, or the vinyl or download it or whatever people how to get their music. Uh, so I won't be on it, but I will be a Tuesday night on If the Shoes Fit. I think Kid Nate is back with a special super, super secret thing we do before, as well as a show afterward. I haven't got nailed down. I got two big stars, actually, super secret stars, nailed down for the next versions of Live 5. Haven't heard back from them, but that's all right. I got other things. I got other things I'm cooking up. I don't know because I didn't do care, don't care. I don't know if there's a fight next weekend. I'm pretty sure it is, and one that I'm pretty excited about. I'm, Steph will get my picks for the week probably tomorrow. But there'll be a there'll be a showstopper next week. There'll be a Substack. Subscribe to the Substack. Go back to the beginning. I'm going to have June put these shows together because because uh, of the screw up at the beginning. And uh, you know what I always say? Yeah, exactly. You gotta, we're going to have to have a, a mute button for Nate. And you know what I always say? Look what you made me do! Hey! Don't die! Don't die, Blondie! Don't die! <laughs>